Welcome to Better Cast Saul, the officially unofficial podcast for Better Call Saul on AMC. I'm Jim, and I've got with me today a brand new co-host. You may know her from such shows as His, His Dark, Dark Materials. Materials. You forgot the show I was on, didn't I, you? I, I did. saw it in your eyes. I saw I the did. panic. I, it's HDM to me. It'll always be HDM. It's uh, HDM in my notes, too. I'm Alexis. Hi. Alexis. Yeah, Hello. This is my wife. Yes. Agreed. This this is <laughs> this is my husband. <laughs> I'd be worried if you said I have a dispute. We signed a paper that said as such. We signed a couple papers actually. That's they made us. Uh, so yeah, we're here to do a Better Call Saul season five preview because we're coming back with the the season in one week, mm-hmm. and this is kind of a thing we do. And honestly, it had been a while um, since the show was on, and I ended up forgetting basically everything that happened in season. <laughs> four uh and so i went back and i rewatched seasons three and four and i'm really glad i did because my opinion basically my opinion uh before i did that was i didn't think season four was very good mm-hmm. and then i rewatched it and i was like oh no season four is actually excellent um it just takes a while to get started because they had to restart they had to kickstart the engine again because they it had stalled out after chuck died yeah, Chuck died, and then a lot of the impetus for the show vanished. Yeah, so that, much that of it before the then was yeah, exactly the relationship between Jimmy and Chuck, and Jimmy just this constant tug and pull of him trying to be a quote unquote better person uh-huh. to impress these people in his life, mm-hmm. and one of them he was never going to impress anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was doomed to fail. He was doomed to fail. So we lost that drive. Yeah. But then a new character comes in that helps with that a little bit or could help in the future in the next season. Yeah. We'll see. We'll talk a little more about that when we get to um, some of our other segments, which we want to do a full sort of catch up with the characters and let you know, because, you know, you might not have time to go back and watch seasons Mm -hmm. three and four again. Like we did. I did too. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, You'd think I would know that my wife and living in the same house, but I you actually didn't know that. I'm pretending I didn't. Uh, yeah, so like we're going to do a catch up on all the characters just to let you know where they stand right now going into season five. Um, we're going to talk about the previews that have come out and sort of the the interesting things that we've gleaned from them. Uh, and mm-hmm. that, I might consider that a little spoilery. If you're really averse to spoilers, maybe check out when we do that. Yeah. Because uh, we are going to talk about some of the things that they say in the like first look i think it was it was the first look yep yeah um so there is stuff about the season overall in those but yeah let's get started let's go right into the catch-up for uh season five start off with the main character who who's that again chuck chuck yeah he's dead he did he's He's super dead dead. he done been dead burned alive all of it it's jimmy of course it's Jimmy. What? Who's Jimmy? I only know Saul. Well, there is yeah. only Saul. Actually, that's true now. I think I think this is the moment. Like the end of season 4 is the moment and everybody's like looking for it, right? When does mm-hmm. Jimmy become Saul? Right. Officially. Yeah. I think this is the official moment. And we talked a little bit about that in the uh wrap up I think for last season, but yeah, he is going by the name Saul Goodman now. Absolutely. To Everybody's surprised, including Kim, the mm-hmm. person who lives with him. So you would think that she would know <laughs> <laughs> that he was going by a different name. You would think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't know. It, Better Call Saul is now officially the Saul Goodman show. 
Um, and it's it's interesting because they talk about in the previews some some stuff around how things are going to change mm-hmm. now that Jimmy's got his license back. And I'm excited for that stuff and what it means for seeing Saul Goodman in full Saul Goodman form. That's like one of my favorite things is oh, seeing yeah. him just con the shit out of people. I don't know what that says about me, but I very much enjoy watching it. It's it's something that they've done through the whole series. They've managed, even without making Jimmy Saul, mm-hmm. they've managed to give him those moments of like conning people and swindling them and right. and you know, figuring his way out of situations in the dirtiest way possible. Like the one that really stands out in my mind is what he did to those old ladies. When he threw that old lady under the bus, uh-huh. basically, yeah. socially. Yeah, that's fucking awful. All she had, I'm sure you already talked about this, but I need to yell about it now because I'm having strong feelings <laughs> okay. remembering it. But all she had was this social group of these old ladies in this retirement community. And he just just ruined it. He just threw a bomb in the middle of it for his own gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needed, he needed $1.2 million or whatever it was. Yeah, I get it. But also... No, it was terrible. It yeah. was reprehensible, um, but it was a delight to watch. And then, it was. you know, the resolution when he, he has to throw himself under the bus mm-hmm. to sort of put that puzzle back together. I like, I like that she saw it, too. I like yeah. that they gave us that tiny little moment of her smiling at him like, I know what you did, but also get the fuck out of here, yeah. <laughs> you creep. Yeah, he was an <laughs> asshole. Um, but yeah, those are the some of the best moments with Saul, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to get a, a lot, lot more, more of those. those. Yeah. Because now he's, you know... 15 cell phones in a desk drawer <laughs> hello kitty saw goodman mm-hmm. and i'm excited for that me too i can't wait for the season uh i also want to talk about the status of jimmy's spirit and his soul <laughs> like <laughs> dirty what, what do you think about it is he i i keep having this question like is he over the, his brother's death or is he simply ignoring it and he's really in a lot of pain that he's just not acknowledging. It's a really good question because he is such a complicated character. On the one hand, you can see how like a normal person <laughs> could be suppressing these feelings just because they are mm-hmm. so strong and so traumatic, especially given the way that Chuck died. Yeah. Burning himself alive. That's pretty fucking hardcore. That's mm-hmm. a lot to deal with. But... I can also see Jimmy being the kind of person who, once he's done with somebody, he's done with yeah. them. And that last conversation that he had with Chuck huh. at the end of season three, that was pretty rough. Yeah, where Chuck, if you don't remember it, told him, I've never really cared that much about you. I don't. I've never really thought that much about you. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. It was rough. That's a lot. Especially uh, given how much Jimmy had worked to keep this man alive. Mm-hmm. basically because he couldn't leave his house and to have that thrown in his face that could have could have broken him for all we know maybe that was the actual moment when yeah. he turned or not turned but when he decided to not try to do it the good way anymore to not be the good man but to be the good man <laughs> not to be the good man but to be the good man fuck that yes. was the joke okay it's fine it's fine let's move on all right let's talk about uh the next character who is probably like the second main character in the show. That's Kim. Kim. Definitely my one of my three favorite characters, I would say. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Easily. I mean Jimmy Kim Mike are That's the way we strong. have it in the in the outline here too. Yeah. Um so she set up shop with Schweikert and Coakley and mm-hmm. she's running their banking division. Uh, and she kind of started that whole thing with Mesa Verde, and that led to this big offer with him. And 
she took it and you know kind of crushed jimmy's spirits in some way like he was holding that hope like maybe eventually once he gets his license back they'll be able to get a firm together or whatever right and then work as partners and then 10 months passed and that didn't happen yeah on the one hand you can say oh that's shitty this is a thing that he was hoping for but also this is literally the best thing she could have done for her own professional career because she's so she is getting you know the money from running the banking division at those two names that you said schweikert (laughs) and cockles yes oysters clams and cockles Uh anybody anyway um but she's also doing the pro bono work defending people who really need a good defender yeah, I forgot about that. That's why she she joined Schweikert and Coakley. Yeah, so she could free up her time a little bit more. Exactly, yeah. Because she was literally killing herself. She was literally killing herself and for nothing. She didn't enjoy yeah. the work. It was just the thing that happened to fall in her lap when it did. Mm-hmm. But she's she gets a lot more satisfaction out of helping people, like actually helping people. Mm-hmm. So she made that move so that she could do both. Have her cake and eat it too, like Jimmy said. And she was trying last season to help Jimmy get his license back to keep him out of trouble when he kept wanting to get into trouble. (laughs) And then at the end of the season, she gets bamboozled. She gets taken for just as much of a ride as the panel who was deciding, you know, the bar association. Yeah. Deciding whether he gets his license back or not. He does get his license back and she gets, uh, I guess the veil pulled from her eyes and finally sees who Jimmy is, I think. I mean, he's crowing about this great victory that he just had lying to everybody. Mm-hmm. And he, I guess, doesn't realize that he was lying to her, too. Like, she believed him Yeah, in the courtroom. I, I wonder if it's just, like, their their idea of what was happening in those those moments not lining up. Or if he intended, well, sort of unintentionally intended <laughs> to fool her as well. I don't get that. I don't like, I don't get that he intended to fool her. Because originally he was just going to read that letter from Chuck and that was going to be it, but he said that he felt two lines into it that it wasn't going to work. So yeah. he just kind of went off on his little Saul tirade. So he doesn't even realize that she got fooled by that. He I think so. That she realizes what he was doing. He might, yeah. Yeah. He is uh, a little narcissistic sometimes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> But that's where we left uh, Kim and mm-hmm. Jimmy as a couple. Um, yeah. And Kim and her career is doing super well, but their relationship is on the rocks. I yeah, think. it seems like it might be dissolving a little bit. I mean, we saw a 10-month montage of them growing apart. Yeah. It's basically subtitled, Kim and Jimmy Grow Apart. Mm-hmm. So. And then we go to Mike, who Mike? has been contracting for Madrigal. He's mm-hmm. been paying him, having them pay him his own money. Uh, so that he can come in and really just wreck their shop, like come in and tell them everything they're doing wrong, mm-hmm. and steal badges and break in, and <laughs> yeah, I think now he's officially working for them as a contractor. Yeah, um, full, he's got his own badge and everything, uh, but he's doing that, and he had a whole like saga with Werner Werner he last did. season. Yeah. Um, where they, Werner, if you forget, is the guy who was hired to come in with his team and dig out the underground super lab area mm-hmm. under the laundromat. Um, and Mike was sort of overseeing security and that whole project, really. 
Uh, and by the end of it, Werner had fucked up so bad that Mike had to kill him. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's still doing guesswork. Um, he's still going to be working on the Super Lab because they haven't finished it. Right. And now, maybe because Mike was kind of in charge of keeping everybody in line for this build, all these, all these Germans all these Germans Mm -hmm. and he fucked up. So maybe he's a little bit in Gus's debt right now. Yeah. I was wondering about that. And that's going to drive that. Maybe that'll drive some stuff in this season. Some darker stuff for, for Werner, right? He did. He he said, no, like, I don't think he's going to cause any more problems. Like I, I, several times Gus talked to him and said, this Werner guy's a problem Mm -hmm. and he was going to kill him. But Mike's, you know, yeah. After that back on it saying, no, he's good. After that fucking engineering coaster incident in the, yeah, oh, in, in the, the bar. bar. Mm-hmm. Right. Who's just blabbing. Beans. Straight blabbing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Werner was an idiot. He got killed. He was an idiot. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Go, like, just having a fucking French leave? What's happening? He's just not, he didn't seem like he was built for this life. Which is so weird because he, he, he had to have known what was going on. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, did, it was a secret project. He, it was a secret project. Did they? Do you think that they knew that it was drug related, or no? Just the fact that it's under a thing. Yeah, just the fact that there's a ton of secrecy around it, and like, it's I don't think he thought illegal. it was a government contract. Okay. So, you know, what does that leave? Right. You're either working for the government, you're working for a, a meth kingpin, or you're working for <laughs> Jeff Bezos. One of the three. And Jeff Bezos wasn't. I almost said he wasn't alive at that time, and that's wrong. <laughs> that's yeah, about as wrong as it could be. He wasn't born until 2005. He aged rapidly. He's got reverse Benjamin He's got Button. <laughs> reverse Benjamin Button. Which is just normal, normal just, human aging. But advanced, like so fast. Oh, yeah. Fast, fast aging. Uh, it's the grossest teenager you've ever seen. <laughs> hello, fellow teens. Uh, all right, Nacho. I'm going to talk about Nacho. They're delicious. He Go on. Didn't have a lot. This this was surprising to me how little he had to do in the beginning of season four. Yeah, like he wasn't even in it for three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of everything starts to come together for him toward the end of the season. He takes Hector out, basically sidelines mm-hmm. him. Um, and he thinks, okay, I did it, but he's still, but he attracted the attention of Gus, which was the, the biggest problem. problem. Yep, and. Also, by removing Hector from the equation, Salamanca's had to send somebody else, which there's this Lalo guy who seems to be sharper. He's not, mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to be as much of like a hothead, not not in any way calculated, kind of just asshole. Yeah, he's not mean, but he is smart. He cares right, more, more about calculating. the, he cares more about the daily operations than yeah. I think Hector ever did. Right. So he might've just gotten himself out of the frying pan into the fire. Basically. Yeah. Um, or at least that's yeah what it seems like mm-hmm. and currently he's working as a salamanca mole for gus yep basically because he owes him yeah he he did the whole thing to try and keep his father out of the you know the clutches of hector right that um, was why he tried to kill hector yeah basically it was to protect his family because mm-hmm. hector wanted them the the family business to get involved yep. with transporting uh drugs from mexico and Nacho knew his dad wouldn't go along with it, and so he had to take Hector out, and he did that, but now he's got in deeper. Mm-hmm. His his father's out of it, but he's way in. 
Um, Absolutely. I don't know what the future holds for Nacho. I don't know. Like, we know that he is not involved in Breaking Bad. That was going to be my question. He's not in Breaking Bad, is he? He's mentioned. There's that scene where they drag Saul Goodman out to the desert. Right, and they... And they threaten him. He says uh, Ignacio. Right, so that he'll, like, represent Badger or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he says Ignacio. He says Lalo as well. So he, he knows both Don of them. Lalo. And, you know, this is probably the season where we're going to start to get around to that stuff. And we'll talk more about that in the previews. Right. But, yeah, I, I don't know what's coming up for Nacho. But nothing, I know he's still working for Gus. Nothing good, if no. I had to guess. Probably not. Probably uh, all bad. Speaking of Gus... Let's talk about Gus. Let's talk about Gus. Uh, Gus is starting a gang war. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's he's trying to he's trying to. Well, okay, so we know where all this all ends up. Like in Breaking mm-hmm. Bad, uh, Juan Bolsa is raided by the DEA and taken down, and I think that is sort of the culmination of this entire war that he's got going on with, um, uh, Don Eladio. Right. And, you know, later on in Breaking Bad, he kills Don He does Eladio. kill Don Eladio. Yep. But, like, taking over the, the meth operation, the drug operation in New Mexico, it sort of culminates with that Juan Bolsa arrest, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is kind of like, he's in the beginning stages of that right now. He's planned this gang war that he doesn't look like he's involved in, though he's pulling all the strings and creating all the problems. Mm-hmm. Um, he has Mike, you know, get Hector's guys busted at the border so that he can then be the sole source of drugs in New Mexico for the cartel. Um, I think he just did that very recently. He in, did, yeah. In season four. And then he's also, you know, at the same time building this super lab, which... Once he gets that going, he's not even going to need Mexico anymore so right. much. That's I, that's kind of his whole deal is mm-hmm. he wants to be just the man in the state, yeah. like you said. The chicken man. The chicken man. The, the chicken, chicken brother. Man chicken methman uh yeah so how how does the timeline line up here i am i'm kind of confused by the timeline because i know that where we end up in better call saul when jimmy gets his license back that's 2004 okay but we know at the end of season four we're in 2004 exactly yeah but we know that in breaking bad uh, walt doesn't start cooking for gus until 2009 it's a five-year gap, and yeah, this. I think Walt starts like Walt cooking is the sort of the kickoff for the super lab. I don't think Gus is actually has Gale cooking before Walt comes in. I didn't think so either because they show that scene of him unpacking the yeah, the last the of the up. yeah. So what you call them? The tools. The tools. The buckets. The meth buckets. He's setting up the meth <laughs> <Right>. buckets. <laughs> just sprinkling buckets around the floor. Like you, know. you do. Yeah. Maybe that's why his meth is only 68% pure. Ugh. Shameful. Uh, so, yeah, there seems to be like a five-year time gap between now and when the Super Lab will actually be operational, which is a very long time. I would have thought, you know, it, okay, so it takes 10 months and it actually took a lot longer mm-hmm. to dig out the hole for it, but really it's gonna take that long i guess you have to get like i don't know a drywall put in <laughs> i guess you got to get a con you could do that in like you could do that in like two days though drywall is nothing well what if you got it what if you have to get that drug drywall that drug drywall yeah what if the what if the drywall has to be super imported thick. through madrigal's you know uh 
request process, request for goods, flown yeah. in from Germany, blindfolded, put on a chicken <laughs> truck, <laughs> and then installed in the super lab. That's a fair point. Maybe that is a five-year process. I mean, it's got to be. We know it's got to be. So, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. the stuff that's left to do is to finish digging the hole because they're not done yet. Yeah. Um, they had to blast that rock so that they could continue. And that yeah. is when, like, right after that is when all that shit with Werner went down. Right. I don't even know if all the if the rest of the Germans are still there, if they're going to stay there once they know that Werner is That's the thing. They might need out. a whole new crew, right? Yeah. Like, they might, okay, well, Werner's gone. He was the head of this thing. They're mm -hmm. not going to trust what's-his-face. What was his name? The loose cannon. Yeah, I know. I Klaus or something is Cato. No, neither of those. Yeah, uh, they're not going to trust that guy to run this operation. No, that guy sucks. He doesn't yeah. know anything. So they might have to get a whole new crew. They might, and maybe take that time. takes time. Yeah. But is that going to be interesting? Like, I, I'm just thinking, like, okay, what are they going to do in the show that's going to be interesting with Gus's with whole the super thing. lab with the super lab? Right. I guess nothing. They don't have to do much. That's fair. Yeah, maybe they'll just leave it, and maybe they'll focus more on Gus's swallowing up of all the drug territory. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, so let's move on to Hector. He got <laughs> he got his bell. He got his bell. I don't think he's going to be much consequence in the following season. I mean, so Gus basically, the way he took care of Hector's care, mm -hmm. he left him with all of his mental faculty faculties intact, mm -hmm. but his body is shit. Yeah. It's shot shit. He's a kawati. He's a bell ringer now. Yeah. That's all he's good for. So, so there's nothing really for him to do in the season. It would be, I mean, if all he can do is say yes and no. He would have to approve something that would go yeah. through, maybe. Like, maybe there's going to be some Lalo uh, stuff. Actually, we need to see him get his his letter system, right? Yeah. Because we know he's got this letter system where he can ring the bell to signify a letter. Right. Um, he's got to get to the point where he's living out in the desert mm -hmm. under Tuco's care. Yeah. Uh, Tuco has to come back. Fucking Tuco we haven't has even to talked come back. Him, I know, yeah. yeah. I kind of forgot about him. Uh, that psycho. Uh, I guess that's it for Hector. He's just going to be sort of sidelined, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Like he was, he was good last season, but now that Lalo is in here, we don't need him. I also think, as far as like bad guys go, Hector is not a great one because he is too simple. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Do you know what no I Gus, mean? Like he's sure. all he's built for is intimidation mm -hmm. and thinking that he's hot shit. Yeah. That's it. He's yeah, like he, Tuco, but slightly less crazy. Yeah, may, maybe. He's on less drugs, probably. Fewer. He's on. Fewer. Yeah, he's thank on, you. He's on nitrogen pills. He's on lesser drugs. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, he's on too. lesser drugs. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Lalo. We talked briefly about him, but he's coming in here to essentially be Lalo. He's taking over this entire Salamanca operation in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like he's going to go to war with everyone. Seems he's doing reconnaissance. Right. He's going to do it very charismatically, though. Yes, he's going to sing while he does very it. Very important. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah. I enjoy his singing. <laughs> he's great. Yep. Uh, but that's kind of all the main characters. You want to talk a little bit about previews that we yeah, saw? Yeah, let's do it. So just as a reminder, this is lightly spoilery. If mm -hmm. you've already seen the preview trailers and maybe read some articles, it won't be 
we don't have any secret knowledge no. or anything. No, I called the villain. He <laughs> said he didn't return my call. He did not sadly return your call. Yeah. Uh, so if you really, really don't want spoilers, I guess tune out now. Bye. Um, but it's pretty broad stuff. Mm-hmm. Season six is going to be, according to AMC, the final season. Yep. And that's going to be coming out sometime in 2021. 13 episodes. Uh, yes, 13 episodes. They've already started production. And I guess that means it's going to have more episodes than Breaking Bad did. Yeah. Which is weird to me because Breaking Bad seemed like a larger story. It is a much larger story. It's also a much more fast-paced story. That's the thing, yeah. They like to linger in Better Call Saul a when little bit. I was bit doing my stuff. rewatch, yeah. man, I, I remember why I might not like it week to week. Um, during a binge, it was fine. And actually, I really enjoyed I think they they do some truly brilliant visual storytelling mm-hmm. in Better Call Saul. It's, th- their storytelling is uh, fantastic, but it is very indulgent. If you don't have the patience to sit through Mike dismantling a car <laughs> piece by piece for what I think might be a 10, 15 minute scene. It felt like 10 or 15 minutes at the very least. Then you prob- yeah, you're going to have problems with it. I've, mm-hmm. I think I've come to terms with it and I think I'm going to be looking for how they're telling the story visually as opposed to looking at my watch. <laughs> right. Because that's the only way to stay sane while watching the show. It's true. Uh, okay, so you talked earlier a little bit about Chuck being like sort of a plot driver for earlier seasons, seasons one through three. Definitely. And how when we lost him, I think that's why season four had to take a big step back and it was so slow in the beginning is because it didn't have the momentum of that relationship. Right. We had to rebuild the tension, like you said. Reset the board Mm -hmm. um, and they had to rebuild it. And Lalo was part of that. Lalo... It seems like in the trailers is going to be a big driving force behind uh, basically everything. He was only in what two or three episodes of the last season, but yeah. he is a he's considered a full cast member for season five, so okay. he will be in it a lot more. I think we can assume. That's cool. Uh, I like Lalo, and that like is very qualified. I'm prepared to like him. Yeah, I think he's a good character, and mm-hmm. the actor is super charismatic, like you said. Um, he's a pleasure to watch even though he is a bad guy yeah of course yeah. i mean you could say that about most of the characters i think in the breaking bad extended kim. universe everyone but kim but also she's got a little bit of a wild streak so yeah and then this season is going to be testing how wide that is probably yeah for sure um i mean do you want to talk about that with jimmy finally being saul and how that's going to affect them yeah definitely this it seems like this is going to be the season where he is going to figure out this character oh, that he yeah. ends up being until he gets caught, basically. Mm-hmm. Until he gets almost caught. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the full-on turn to Saul, Saul Goodman. I'm I know. super excited. Uh, I am too. I know this first episode, I know a little bit about it. I know that he's going to have a, a, repre- a representation sale because that's just a thing that he decided could, could exist. And that's that scene that we see of him in the parking lot. He literally is going to set up a tent in the parking lot and s- try to attract all of his customers that he's gotten from the the burner cell phones. Oh right, to right. come to yeah. him for the representation when they get in trouble. Is he is he going to be doing both at the same time? Is he going to be selling the phones and the? I don't think so. I think he's going to give up on the phones, but he does like a 
It's a forty percent off. Your we first said it's a great way to like mine clients, right? Yeah. Like all of these people sooner or later are going to get caught, right? A, they're idiots, and B, what he's selling isn't really that foolproof. But we also know that he's sold cell phones to like seventy percent of the underground population yeah. of fucking Albuquerque. So <laughs> right. he's probably all the, already all the got freaks like. Oh, that scene where they trot out all like, oh, here's a person with a hook hand, here's a person with a lot of piercings, here's a person with just baggy clothes and a weird haircut. Like, At the very least, at least the very first person who buys burners from him is uh, just a fucking nobody schmuck Mm -hmm. we saw in the last season. Yep. So that's something, but also- Dodging the IRS. Yeah, the freak show. Um. They also said that there are all these stories that have been so far very separate, like Saul and Kim and uh, Hector and Gus mm-hmm. and Mike. In the new season, they're all going to be coming together. And that's exciting. That is where I think you, the story really heats up. Absolutely. And, and it makes sense because we know that Saul is going to be Jimmy, Saul, whatever, that guy is going to be leveraging, leveraging the contacts that he's developed through sell- selling cell phones. Yeah. Um, and that is naturally, as people come to him for representation, he is going to be learning some stuff mm-hmm. that maybe people don't want him to know. He's just putting himself in, he's putting a huge target on himself in this season. Oh, yeah. And I cannot wait to see the terrible places that goes. <laughs> Everybody has been waiting for Jimmy to turn to Saul, myself included. Mm -hmm. We thought it would happen a lot sooner. It feels like it's been forever waiting for it. It's been on the edge in this last season. That said, is it too soon to turn Jimmy into Saul with 23 episodes of the show left? Is is Saul Goodman as a character going to be compelling for 23 episodes? I mean, I know the answer for me. The answer is yes. I love Saul Goodman. I think he's great. There you go. But If it's just like case of the week or weird con of the week or those are my fucking those are my favorite episodes of like x-files or whatever just this yeah here are these characters dealing this dealing with this weird situation i would be happy with that as long as they find a way to tie everything together they've done a great job with that so far like jimmy you know even when the the things he's doing are just like petty and low stakes Mm -hmm. they're always able to cram a lot of or mine a lot of drama out of those Mm -hmm. and and find a way for him to pull off some weird con that car horn the the what was it security alarm for the car Uh with the humble figurine yeah shepherd boy uh yeah so hopefully they can sustain the character of saul goodman for 23 episodes because it's one thing to have him you know, sprinkled throughout Breaking Bad mm-hmm. uh, and just have him do a con when he needs to do a con. Right. Here, he's got to be front and center in the story. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to need to have some pretty good ideas what to do with him. I think once he starts brushing with these drug kingpins, yeah. they're going to be able to get a lot out of that. Yeah, he's going to probably get in, get in over his head pretty quickly. Also, the tension between Kim and Saul Mm-hmm. We know she likes Jimmy. Is she going to like Saul? How <laughs> Does anyone like Saul? I like Does anyone Saul. really like Saul? They hire Saul. They use Saul. Yeah. Yeah. How is that how is that going to end up? Cuz we know again that she is not in Breaking Bad. That's the thing. Yeah, their relationship probably has to fall apart in the next two seasons. It'll just be really interesting to see in what way it falls apart. 
it doesn't seem like much of a stretch at this point. Like yeah. after Kim got hoodwinked at the end of last season that look on her face in the last scene yeah yeah it says what am i doing like right oh my god this is not a person not the person i thought it was mm -hmm. um or if it is the person i thought it was it's a severely broken version of that person right he's worse than i thought he was has no caring no empathy no compassion yeah. nothing mm -hmm. he's a, a kind of a monster in his own right you know he's not like Skyler finding out some of the shit that Walter got up to, but yeah, he's it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but we did we got that scene in one of the later episodes of season four where she and Jimmy are still running the mailroom, mm -hmm. and Chuck comes up to them, and we see that she really looked up to Chuck. Yeah, so maybe she had, you know, maybe just like a a hint of hero worship there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, that she, could be affecting the way that she feels about it. She seems much more torn up about the loss of Chuck than Jimmy yeah, does. Absolutely. Uh, we didn't really talk about Howard, but he seemed pretty torn up too. Oh yeah, he's he said that he wouldn't wish insomnia upon his worst enemy. Mm -hmm. That seems that seems bad. Yep. Uh, and then Mike, I guess, is going to be the hired gun now. So he's officially like switched into. Sort of the Mike we know from mm -hmm. Breaking Bad, the guy yeah. working right alongside Gus. Um, he's sort of his number one trusted guy at the moment. The cleaner, and, the shooter. Yeah, he's got like Victor and Tuvok, as we call him. I forget his name. <laughs> Ty Tyrus or something. The guy has a name. We call him Tuvok. Hmm. Uh, he's got those guys, but it seems like Mike is very quickly moving into the the closer sphere of Gus. And he's going to be the trusted source. I think he and Gus are similar in a lot of yeah. ways. They're both a little bit no-nonsense. Yeah, they can... and their decision-making yeah. uh, skills are sort of similar, whereas I, I don't see I don't see Victor and, and Tyrese, Tyrell. Yeah, uh, I don't see those two guys <laughs> doing a lot of decision-making. They're more taking orders, yeah. whereas Mike is, is trusted to make decisions to get projects done, not just hold a gun and look mean. Mike's never been afraid to say, okay, I, I see what you're trying to do here, but this is the better way to do it, yeah. I think, and just kind of stand by his guns. Mm -hmm. And I think Gus respects that about him. And Gus is very much the same way. He yeah. thinks, I'm I'm smart. This is a better way of doing this thing. And looks like that's going to continue into the next season. Uh, like it. Also, I called up Villigan. And his answering machine. He didn't he didn't return my call, but his answering machine just said, Hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> Dean Norris and Stephen Quezada are gonna be in season five. Leave a message. Uh so yeah, apparently Hank Schrader is coming back. Gomi's mm -hmm. coming back. Gomi. We're gonna get to see them. I wonder what stage we're in. Cause like we're like you said, we're five years before the super lab. Mm -hmm. We know at some point Hank was on to the DEA, but not really. Like it didn't kick off until Tuco. And that stupid grill, yeah. <laughs> that that episode, um, right? Really, like they were sort of onto him and sniffing around the edges, but they hadn't really uncovered much. Mm -hmm. uh, so I wonder, five years prior, what role Hank and Gomi are going to have? Seems like they might just be normal cops, just normal cops, not even DEA agents. Did they start as DEA agents in the in Breaking Bad? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah, they, they they were in the Albuquerque office. The okay, I don't know why. I just assumed they were cops, but that makes sense. But uh, yeah, I have 
I have no idea what they're going to be doing now. I don't know. Five years is a damn long time to investigate. Maybe they will just be beginning to discover that there is a drug problem. That makes a lot of sense. Because, yeah. yeah, I could see a cartel investigation taking five years mm-hmm. to to really you know, produce any anything. Headway, right. Like just connecting those dots, getting names to faces, and, yep. and, and figuring out like the power structure, the organization behind the thing. Mm-hmm. I could see them just starting that. But then you have 23 episodes to sort of kick that into higher gear, I guess. Get them on to the Salamancas. And yep. I guess you could do all that. I wonder when uh, Better Call Saul will end. Like what year it'll end in. You think we're going to go through like 2005? Are we going to go right up to 2008? We're going to have a big old break? That's a good question. Um, I'm, I have no idea. I have no indication of what that will be because if they are just going to lay the super lab project to the side then Mm -hmm. it could be anything i guess they could stop wherever they felt like stopping basically yeah because we can we can fill in the gaps right we know Mm -hmm. so much about what happens in the future and we know we understand the character so well they like done a really good job yeah explaining who these people are i also sort of fill in the gaps i can't wait to see the conclusion of the meta story with gene oh yeah because that's coming. I forgot about Cinnabon Jean. Cinnabon Jean. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the last scene with him? I Was it where he passed out and then hit himself with the spatula? The last scene is him sweating bullets because he thinks his fake ID is going to get right. caught at the hospital. Yeah. But it doesn't. So he, he gets to leave. Okay. And then he gets in that taxi with that weirdo. Yeah. And he sees the... Um, Fuck, I don't remember what the actual thing was, but it was an Albuquerque sports team, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. on the rearview mirror. And he's like, I need to get out now. Now. Okay. Right now, please. Yeah, we've we've long wondered like what they're going to do with Gene. Um, are they going to make that a big part of the show in the final season? Mm-hmm. To sort of like tell us where Saul ends up? Or are they going to just let sort of, you know, those few scenes just stand as like a tonal piece almost? Right. Like this is just the sadness around his life, the paranoia, like look at what he thought he was going to have when he started and look at what he's actually got at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I suppose they could do that. I would I would welcome more scenes with Gene though, I think. I would too. It would be really cool, I think, if the last maybe few episodes of the final season were us catching up to Gene and just yeah, seeing what happens because it seems like with that little, that little tag thing, that maybe his past is catching up with him. Maybe? Because he's in maybe. fucking Omaha, Nebraska. Uh-huh. And there was a thing from Albuquerque. Like, come on. Coincidence. That's a hell of a coincidence. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anyone with an Albuquerque anything. Chekhov's uh, air freshener. Yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm super excited. What's your excitement level for season five? All of it. It's yes. All of it? Yes. 11 out of 10 nice yeah i'm like i said i'm super glad i went back and watched some more because that really got me excited for this season uh hopefully it's as good as previous seasons i think it will be i think it might be even better than season four was yeah as long as they don't get too indulgent because this show has been getting more (laughs) indulgent i don't know if you've noticed you don't say (laughs) yeah uh they could go overboard with that i think still even though i appreciate it more now i think they could still go overboard i hope they don't but we'll see in a week got one week so exciting we have to figure out how to how to stream the damn thing us it's true we don't have cable, we uh, have cable. i hear the, the philo philo network has 
streaming of Better Call Saul. Uh, Netflix doesn't have it until like a year after it drops. Uh, I think you can get it on like Apple TV next day or something. So there are ways to watch this if you don't have cable. I think there might even be. I, I kept getting a prompt on YouTube today of YouTube TV. It was oh. like watch Better Call Saul on YouTube TV. Yeah, they have live TV. A lot of those live TV services like Sling mm-hmm. TV has it. Um, they just have streaming AMC live. Okay. Um, but you have to have the cable subscription to have access to that? or No, you do have to have okay. a Sling TV or like gotcha. a YouTube TV or whatever. And those I are see. expensive, like 50 bucks a month. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, that's no too thanks. much. <laughs> that's so, like four streaming services. Are you kidding me? Right. No. Uh, so we will figure out how to watch it. Yes. Rest we, assured. <laughs> coverage will happen, and it will be me, not Aaron. I hope that's okay. Yeah. I hope nobody's upset about that. I think it'll be fun. I think these season previews are a little rough. Uh, they're a little hard, for, especially for an introduction. I thought it was okay. What are you saying, man? Yeah, absolutely was. <laughs> what are you saying? I just, it's... My it's, confidence it's, shrinking. It's, it's like... We killed off Chuck, mm-hmm. and now we have to reset the podcast. Oh, man. And it just takes a little while to get going. It takes exactly one week to get going. I'm saying Aaron's an asshole, because Chuck was definitely an asshole. No, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll be back in one week. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out. If you want to uh, make sure that you're ready for next week, go ahead and hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Do it. Yeah, it's on Apple Podcast or something. That's probably where you're at. So, uh, Spotify, I hear, has podcasts. Uh, mm. Stitcher has podcasts. Know how to, how to feel about that Spotify thing? But go on. Yeah, same here. Um, and if you want to like keep up to date on everything the Bald Move is doing, you can go to baldmove.com or any of our social media at Bald Move. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. I think we're still on Instagram. That would be smart in this day and age. I think um, it might be. Yeah. Yeah, so go check all that stuff out, and we will see you next week. And until then, I'm Jim. I'm Alexis. Bye.